This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fierce and joined by Robin Lumberg. Robin, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday ending the year 2022 after Christmas? Heading into New Year's Eve. Like I said, Merry Nextmas, right? I mean, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, I hope everybody had a, a good holiday or whatever you're, you're up to. You know, and scrambling to get an episode in as I'm traveling, not in my normal setup, as you can see. Because the Nets are, are like you said, doing what we kind of uh, expected them to do at one point. But not at any point really this year, right? I, I don't think any of us, and I don't really even think any fans, anybody out there, would have guessed this team would be as good as it is right now if you rewound to the summer, obviously, and the Kevin Durant trade request feels like a lifetime ago, or if you rewound to the beginning of the season after the first few games, or if you rewound to the whole Kyrie thing. But here they are. And at this point, Keith, I think the Nets are, you know, right there amongst the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league. I mean, they spanked the Bunks, they spanked the Cavs, the only team I'm not going to put them above right now out of respect is Boston, simply because Boston swept them in the playoffs and Boston beat them last time out. But the, the Nets also didn't have Ben Simmons or Yuta Watanabe for that game either. So, you know, at, at full strength, I mean, this looks like a, a pretty complete roster, a, a team that can beat you in a ways, a team that's good on, on both ends, and there's no reason not to be thinking championship again. It's a good time to be a Nets fan, and I'll say only the deep, deep pockets of Nets fans thought that this was possible. No one thought this was possible in the summer once Katie requested a trade. Oh, this is a mess. Blow it up. Steve Nash, he sucks. They got to fire him. Wait, Katie wants Sean Marks fired? Okay. Well, I think last year was supposed to be a revenge tour, right? Last year, coming off of losing in the second round to the Bucks. Right. Going into last season, it was like, OK, this is a revenge tour. We're running it back. And obviously things got derailed with the uh, vaccine and all that nonsense. And then injuries. The, the Nets never really got going last year. They had an 11 game win streak. They had a second year coach that still couldn't figure it out. We knew we were cooked last year, but we were holding out hope that Kyrie would come back. And he did as a halftime player, then a full-time player, then we got past COVID. But it was too late. It was too late. The Nets were not able to gel enough with the roster that they had to go in and beat a team like the Celtics. The Celtics swept the Nets. It was embarrassing. And honestly, I thought they should fire Steve Nash right after that. Fast forward, like you said, the request. And then um, 
Another little hiccup in the Kyrie saga. And Nets fans are sick. We don't deserve nice things. We can never have anything nice. When is it going to work out? The whole NBA looking at us like, what a disaster. These guys tried to make a super team and they made a super mess. They'll never be anything. The Nets this, the Nets that. And only negative Nets talk. Now, we asked for the national media to start talking about the Nets about two or three episodes ago. I think when they had a five-game, six-game win streak. And now, when you turn on SportsCenter, FS1, uh, NBA TV, wherever, they're talking about the Nets because they're the hottest team in the NBA. They're on a nine-game win streak. They've won 13 out of their last 14, and it's starting to look like it was supposed to look like at some point in the 7-11 KD Kyrie era. What I'll tell you is this, folks. The past is the past. The Nets are keeping it basketball. I wish the fans would keep it basketball. I wish the fans would stop saying stuff like, oh, who said that the Nets wouldn't be better without Kyrie? That shit doesn't matter. We all know they're better with one of the best players in the world. We're getting that now. KD talked to the, uh, spoke to the fact that Jacques, Jacques Vaughn talked to the team, right? If you go back, we were supposed to have Ime Udoka as the head coach. The Nets decided to sidestep that media circus and the mess that would have been. And they gave an opportunity to a guy internally who had the right voice, who had the right respect, and most importantly, the command of the locker room. KD spoke to him defining their roles. And he spoke to the team and said, let's keep it basketball, block out all the outside noise. And KD's basically now standing on that saying, we're all that outside stuff. We're never on that. Right. I don't think there's anyone in the locker room saying, thought we'd be better without Kyrie. They're not, they're not on that. So as fans, be happy that it's starting to come together because this whole time, this was supposed to be a team that could get to a championship, and now they're starting to gel. Now they're starting to look like contenders. And sometimes you got to go through it to get through it. Maybe the Nets had to go through all of that nonsense to figure out how to build this Nets world. Rome wasn't built in a day. This Nets world wasn't built in a day, but it's looking pretty good right now. When you look around the NBA and you're looking at the superstars and you're looking at the coaches and you're looking at the benches and teams in totality, it is freshly past December or past uh, Christmas. I know we're in December, but you're starting to dream of a third place Nets team that can actually contend if they stay healthy. Pray for health. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your thoughts, Robin? Yeah, begrudgingly, people are talking about the Nets now, right? Like, uh, it, it is like a um, a race to dance on their grave whenever they have that chance. But now that's going the other way. It's like, yeah, the Nets look pretty good, uh, <laughs> you know. But look, and they have the burden of proof. I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself as far as you know prognosticating or playing championship routes as of yet because they have to do it in the playoffs. But we should be feeling pretty good. Credit Kevin Durant. I mean, you talked about it. I don't know if I've ever heard Katie talk about anything other than basketball, aside from maybe smoking weed 
video games and a little bit of rap music. Like that's about <laughs> the only, that's about the only My kind of guy <laughs> I've ever heard Katie talk about. But he's been sensational, and he's led by example in in the way that he's brought a certain level of effort to the court on both ends. And and by the way, he played, including that stretch without Kyrie, where he was the facilitator. He's facilitated since then. Kyrie, since he came back, and I, I give him credit for this, but I also give Jacques Vaughn credit for this. If you notice, he's really played in the flow of the team. Not quite as much uh, ISO to begin things. That's why sometimes he has slower starts to games, because he's not looking for his own shot at first. He's finding it more in the rhythm. And then when he gets going, we all know what he's capable of. Jacques Vaughn, I, I, I feel like a broken record saying some of this, but the timeout stuff. I, last night in the Cavs game, I think it was nine minutes to go in the third quarter. The Cavs had cut it to something like 10. He calls a timeout. Nets come right back out, extend the lead to 16 or 18 right after that timeout. And, and, and that was essentially the game in my mind. And apparently he gave the, the same message to the team uh, about uh, focusing solely on basketball. And then I saw somebody else mention it in the chat. But, you know, you've got other guys who are, are having big seasons and, and are real players. Like Nick Claxton has had a real season. And now Ben Simmons, too. Ben Simmons dominated the last two games the way that he does. You know, he's never going to do it uh, on the point total. But as far as defensively, I mean, I think Giannis had zero points in the fourth quarter on Friday. He, he was guarding Donovan Mitchell for a bunch of that game yesterday. So think about that. You're guarding Giannis. You're guarding Donovan Mitchell. And then for anybody who actually, like, appreciates basketball, there are these little nuances of the game that Ben Simmons controls that aren't going to be on the highlights or whatnot, but just the fact that he gets the ball, whether it's on a, a made shot or a, a defensive rebound, and pushes that pace and then finds the open shooter in their shooting pocket so that they're getting in rhythm or he's getting into the paint and breaking down that defense just a little bit so when he kicks it back out, the guy that has it can attack the closeout. So all, all those things are working for the Nets right now. And I just want to, last thing on this big spiel here, Echo your point about, like, what are you guys getting from this whole, ooh, who said this then? then well, like, what, what is the benefit of that? Everyone was frustrated when KD requested a trade. Everyone was frustrated when the Kyrie thing went down. Everyone should be happy about how the team's playing right now. I live in the future. I can't even remember the past. So I don't harp on, oh, what did we think in October? <laughs> it doesn't matter. What we currently have is a team that, gambled on a lot of different players, positions, and things, and they're starting to hit on those bets. Jacques Vaughn, that was a gamble, right? To not go to Ime Udoka, who we all were pounding the table. Get Ime! Get Ime! We knew it was only a matter of time until Nash got fired this season, right? How come less people are talking about Nash? And I swear, when Nash was the head coach, it was like they made all the excuses for him. Right. It was never that it was, oh, he's had too much to handle. He's got to deal with Katie and Kyrie. They don't want a head coach. No, they need a head coach. Every team needs a head coach to be successful. Talking about Jacques Vaughn and his timeouts. I think Katie's shoe came off. He called the timeout. I think there was a possession where just it didn't look clean and the ball got back to Katie. Katie didn't have, have a handle on it. Time out. I'm going to stop the game because I'm the head coach. And I know that's my power. I know that's my job to say, okay, let's talk about it a little bit. Talking about the gambles that have paid off, even with Kevin Durant. Okay, Katie, you know what? We're not going to trade you. That's a gamble. It would have been a gamble either way. We're not going to trade you. You got to stay. You got to fight through this. You're under contract. He could have sat out. 
knew he wasn't going to do that. He's a true hooper and professional. Kyrie, okay. They could have, so many people wanted Kyrie cut. So many people said, I would have cut bait with him. They're not dumb. I was on here and I was on WFAN and multiple people asked me, are the Nets better with Ky- without Kyrie? And I'm just, I couldn't say it because I didn't believe it. So the Nets didn't believe it. Okay, he made a mistake, but the team's not talking about an Amazon link. They're focused on basketball, and so are the Nets. They're not talking about the past anymore.